Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 10. That's where we're at this morning. One thing... And it says, verse 39, and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. And and so this gives us a clue that that Martha wasn't just all about the serving, but Martha sat at Jesus' feet and Mary also sat at Jesus' feet. And so it it isn't that Martha is always up serving. There was a moment when she was sitting at Jesus' feet. But, But this is interesting to me also because every time you see Mary... Every single account where you see Mary with Jesus, where is Mary? Always at Jesus' feet. Every single time. We see that in in John chapter 11, verse 32 and 33. And you remember that Martha had come to Jesus first. Lazarus had died. Jesus waited too long. He was in Jerusalem, waited four days. Finally shows up, and Martha comes to him and says, If you were here, my, my brother wouldn't have died. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute, but we, we see Mary say almost the same thing. It says in verse 32, in John eleven thirty-two, Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in spirit and was troubled. And so Mary comes immediately to Jesus, falls down at his feet, weeping, and Jesus is, is moved by this. Of course, it tells us later that he would weep over Lazarus' death. Not, not because he didn't know that he could say the word and Lazarus would come out of the grave, because he would, and Lazarus did, but because he saw the grief of human suffering and these people that he loved so much suffering. When Jesus was teaching at Simon the leper's house in Bethany, tells us in Mark 14, that a, a woman came with an alabaster box and she broke it and poured it over Jesus' head. Well, we get a little bit more clue into that in John chapter 12 when it tells us this in verse 3, when Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair and the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. And you, so what she's done is she's come with this spikenard She's broken it open. There's no putting it back after you break something like that open. She breaks open a pound of spikenard, pours it on Jesus' head, Mark tells us, and then she proceeds to pour it on his feet and wipe his feet with her tears. Now, remember, Jesus said that she did this to prepare him for his burial. Judas was upset that the money was spent and not given, you know, that it wasn't sold and given to the poor. But Mary did a service for Jesus, and and Jesus would even say at that time, you know, wherever the gospel is preached, this good news is preached, she will be spoken of as she is being today. And so it's kind of awesome to think about that. So Martha invites Jesus in, and Jesus is teaching, and Mary is sitting at his feet listening. It says, verse 40, but Martha was distracted with much serving. 
And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. I think this is remarkable. Now, think about it. If you knew that Jesus was coming over later today, like in an hour, let's say, what would your house look like? <laughs> what would you be doing? You'd be running around, kids, who made this mess? Get this cleaned up. Jesus is on his way here right now. Get that cleaned up. Who did that? Get in here and get, get those toys picked up now. Get the vacuum out. Come on, get, get you know. It would be stressful. And then Jesus is there, and you got, you know, you got the matzah baking. You, want, you don't want the falafel to be awful. And you're, you're trying to make sure the lamb isn't co- overcooked. You know, you're just kind of rushing around trying to get it all ready because Jesus is here. You know? It's kind, of, it's kind of stressful. I think that would be a stressful thing. You're attending to all these details, and you look over, and there's Mary. Just sitting. And, and Martha's blood is beginning to boil. She's probably huffing and puffing and banging and clanking, you know, as happens. Now, we can't give Martha too bad of a rap. Martha is a pretty remarkable person. And we need people like Martha in the kingdom of God. You know, it's obviously not her service that is wrong. Jesus never said, get over here and sit down. You shouldn't be serving when I'm trying to talk. That was not the vibe. Jesus didn't mind that she was serving. It wasn't that. And Martha had, had kind of that personality where she was kind of, let's take the bull by the horns. Let's take charge of things. That was apparent when Jesus finally did get to, get to Bethany from Jerusalem four days you know, after he was told that Lazarus was sick and now Lazarus has died. And Martha comes right up to Jesus. And, you know, you kind of get the idea when Mary was at Jesus' feet. Lord, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But you get a different impression from Martha. Because Martha comes up to her and she says, Lord, if you wouldn't have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. But I know that whatever you want, the Lord will do for you. (laughs) And he says, Martha, the dead will rise again. And she says, I know that they'll rise again in the last day of the resurrection. And Jesus says, Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. He who lives and believes in me will never die. And then she says, I know that you are the Messiah sent from God. That's profound. I mean, think about that. Martha knew more than a lot of the disciples who had spent all that time with him. She knew more about him and who he was And so this isn't just a a flaky woman. She really does understand who Jesus is. She's still going to get business done. And of course, Jesus would raise Lazarus from the dead, just like Martha wanted him to. But it tells us here that Martha was distracted. And the Greek word means to be pulled in different directions. I don't know if you've ever felt that way in your life. Like you feel like you're being pulled in a thousand different directions. So much going on. You don't feel like you can really focus in on one thing. You're just kind of distracted. I don't know about you, but I mean, housework for me is kind of cathartic when it comes to wanting to listen to a sermon. Like if I want to listen to a sermon or I want to listen to an audio book or I want to listen to the Bible, it's actually easier to do that while I'm doing the dishes. 
because it's just mindless work. It keeps me distracted, keeps my mind just occupied enough that I can pay attention to what I'm listening to. And, and, and you know, vacuuming as long as I have earbuds, earbuds in, I can vacuum or sweep or any, I can even cook as long as it's like macaroni and cheese and nothing too technical. I can cook as long as I'm not having to read a cookbook. I can pay attention and actually pay better attention if I'm a little bit busy. And so it's not like Martha in this small Galilean house where, you know, when a rabbi would come to visit, and we talked about this before, they would have the windows open, they'd have the door open, and crowds would gather outside when the rabbi was in town because they'd want to hear what the rabbi had to say. And so Jesus would have been inside projecting his voice so that everyone who was there could hear. And people are gathered in, and Mary's there, sitting at Jesus' feet, and Martha would have been able to hear as she was serving. But she was distracted. She was distracted. Are you ever distracted in your mind thinking about something else so you couldn't be present when it was time to hear God's word or read God's word? Have you ever been that? Like you read five pages and you don't even remember a thing you read? Or you're trying to listen to your audio Bible and you, you started in chapter 1 and now you're in chapter 12 and you're like, wait a minute, I don't even know that I even paid attention to that. My mind has been somewhere else. You know, I, I, think, I was thinking about this and I think that we, we are distracted. Worry distracts us. You know, when we're worried about something, we can't really focus on what we're supposed to be doing or what we're supposed to be paying attention to. My mom used to tell me when I was a kid, it's a sin to worry. I had worry that I was sinning because I was worrying. <laughs> it just compounded the problem. But think about all the things that distract us. The enemy distracts us. Family can distract us. Entertainment can distract us. News can distract us, especially now. Our phones can distract us. Have you ever had your phone, and you, you go to make a phone call, and you pick it up, and you realize you have five text messages, so you look at those, and then you're going through those, and then the next thing you know is like, oh, i got to do this other thing, and so then you're looking up a website because you have to figure out what you need to tell that person, and then five hours later, like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to call that person. Or you put your phone down without actually doing the thing you originally picked it up to do. We live in a time and in a place where we are constantly being bombarded by everything around us. And it is, it's, the enemy loves it because it, it distracts us. They say that the average, the, I remember it used to be 30 seconds, but they say now that the average attention span of somebody is, of a person is seven seconds. I believe it. We're so distracted. And everything is, is bombarding and calling for our attention. I think that's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, problems we face as Americans. We're distracted by so many things. And Martha saw the, or excuse me, Mary saw the importance of Jesus' word and didn't allow anything to distract her. That's a superpower, right? To sit with laser wrapped attention upon Jesus with Martha banging and huffing and puffing, and she's like, I'm not paying attention to her. I got my eyes fixed on Jesus. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless.
Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.